0: Welcome, friends, to this brand-new edition of A Heart After God Bible Teaching Ministry with Pastor Brad Abley. We're delighted that you've joined us today, and we've already been praying for you, that you would meet the Lord in a fresh, new way. We've also been praying that you would be changed and transformed into the image of Jesus by the power of His Word and by the power of the Holy Spirit. And now, let's resume our Know Your Faith series as we go through the entire Gospel of Luke patiently, slowly, and verse by verse. Here's Pastor Brad.
1: Well, very warm greetings to you, my dear friends. This is Pastor Brad Abley with A Heart After God, Bible teaching ministry, a ministry that is designed to take you deeper into the word of God and to stir within the hearts of all of us a greater heart after God. And that can only come about through the Holy Spirit, through the work of the Holy Spirit, and particularly through His Word, but through our response to His Word, our eager, hungry, glad obedience to His Word. Are you hungry? Are you thirsty for the presence of the Holy Spirit, for His work, uh, for the Word of God, (laughs) for the presence of God? then my friend, I believe you're in the right place. And if you're not, but you want to be, then pray with me right now as we open up this broadcast. Would you join me in prayer? Holy Spirit, you are the master teacher, and you, as God, are the one that is able to peer in our hearts and to examine our hearts and to reveal to us anything that is blocking the way. And we ask now that you would do that because we know that we can trust you because when we're honest with you, then you have something to work with. You're not going to violate our free will. And so we're praying now, Father, that your kingdom would come and your will would be done on earth as it is in heaven through our lives. Would you, Holy Spirit, produce great and extraordinary fruit In us and through us for the glory of the Father and of the Son. And so the entire world may be impacted through these messages alone, uh, not counting all the messages that are being preached throughout the earth. But we believe now for you to bear great fruit through us in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Now, my friends, To introduce my message today, I really need to speak with urgency to you. You see, this message cannot, and it must not be taken lightly. Now, although every word in all of Scripture is inspired by God, what we're going to see today—this is Jesus speaking. The people that Jesus spoke to, his own people— didn't receive him. That's what John tells us, John uh, chapter 1. But to those who received him, he gave the right, the authority to become children of God, even those that believe in his name. Only Jesus can save us from our sin. Only Jesus can cleanse us from our sin. Only Jesus can give us eternal life, and therefore his words ought to be taken with all the eagerness, with all the seriousness that we possess. Now, the wise man or the wise woman or young person will gladly run to him and to the authority of his word. The wise man or woman or young person will recognize that the authority of Jesus and his entire word, that is, the entire Bible, is for our benefit. It's for our freedom. It was for freedom that Christ set us free. If you remain in my word, you will truly be my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. Listen, my friends, the wise man or woman or young person will recognize his or her own frailty, his or her own sin, his or her own ease at going astray into sin and into deception, whether being deceived by someone else or something else, or the demonic realm, or even himself. I'm 62 years old, and I seem to observe more than ever before how people routinely deceive themselves. Why? How? How? Why is our world so full of evil if man is supposed to be good as m- most Americans think? Why are we so surprised when seemingly good people do evil things, things that we would think would be beyond them, uncharacteristic of them? Well, Jesus diagnoses man's deep seated problem of evil in the heart. And he warns against allowing evil in our hearts. And this is the backdrop of our current passage from Luke chapter 11, verses 33 through 36. And the message is entitled, Guard Your Heart Every day guard your heart every day. The primary passage is luke eleven thirty three through thirty six so if you'll turn with me there and then hold your place there because before we get there, we are going to look at Matthew chapter fifteen verses eighteen through twenty so we're really going to be in two places primarily today in Luke eleven verses thirty three through 36, because we're in our series called the Know Your Faith series as we go through the Gospel of Luke. But I want to begin in Matthew chapter 15 and verses 18 through 20, because I want us to see how Jesus diagnoses man's deep-seated problem of evil in the heart. And that will help us when we get to Luke chapter eleven. All right, are you ready? We've already prayed, so let's go to Luke. I'm sorry, let's go to Matthew 15, and let's look at verses 18 through 20. Jesus says, "But the things that proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and those defile." the man. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornication, that is sexual immorality of every sort, thefts, false witness, slanders. Verse 20, these are the things which defile the man. But to eat with unwashed hands does not defile the man. And that that verse right there, I hope to remember that when we get to Luke 11, verses 37 to 41, I think it is. Now, this is the backdrop. Now we can go to Luke 11 and verses 33 through 36. Now, let me, before we get there, as you're turning there, let me just remind you of the immediate context of what of what Jesus is about to teach and that immediate context we could go all the way back to verse 14 of Luke 11 where he was casting out a demon and the Pharisees accused him of casting out demons by the power of Satan and they wanted him and others Luke tells us to test him, we're demanding of him a sign from heaven. Now, here, the Son of God had done every miracle expected of the Messiah, but it was never enough for them. We have a saying in our culture, what have you done for me lately? In other words, it doesn't matter what you've done in the past. What have you done for me lately, like right now? And they could never be satisfied with anything that Jesus taught or anything that he did. Why? Because their hearts were not right before God. And that's why, my friends, the title of the message is Guard Your Heart Every Day. Not just once in a while, but every single day. Because our hearts are prone to go evil. There the deceiver is out there, the devil. Others seek to deceive us. We can we can get our our hearts can become hardened toward God. And we can stray. There's so many things that we that can happen, but if it's not in our heart to guard our heart, then these things are going to get inside of us and they can ruin our lives if we're not careful. All right, now, I think I preached a little bit on this message, this passage, last week, but I didn't give it enough attention and focus, so we're going back to this again to develop it more. In case you remember last week's message, you might be wondering, well, wait a minute, I think we already covered this. Yes, we did, but not at length, not at the length that I want to, all right? Now, let's go to verse 33 of Luke 11 Jesus says this remember again this is Jesus speaking no one after lighting a lamp puts it away in a cellar nor under a basket but on the lampstand so that those who enter may see the light in ordinary in, in our ordinary world we need light. I don't like darkness. Do you know the first thing that I do when I wake up in the morning? The very first thing that I do, I open the blinds. That is, or, you know, some have curtains. I pull the curtains back, if you will. Why? Because I want the sun to come in. I don't like the darkness. I can handle the darkness when it's night and i want to go to sleep that makes sense but i can't stand being in a dark room <laughs> we were watching a television program the other night and and um a police officer came into a home to talk to a a married couple about their missing children and It was dark in that room, and I even said to the TV, open the curtains, because it was so dark. I'm thinking, how can you stand being in darkness? Well, Jesus understands that, and in any day life, people understand the importance of light. But you see, my friends, we're spiritual beings as well. And there is a spiritual light and a spiritual darkness. Jesus is saying, as it is in the natural, so it is in the spiritual realm. Well, then he moves on and he explains the transition, doesn't he? In verse 34, the eye is the lamp of your body, that is, of your being. When your eye is clear, that is, the word can mean healthy. Well, then he says, your whole body also is full of light. But when it is bad, and the Greek word here can be translated evil, then your your body also is full of darkness. Verse 35, then watch out. Now, the Greek word here I need to explain is in the present tense. That is, Jesus is saying, watch out every day. That is, guard your heart every day. And moreover, the word watch is is an imperative. That is, In the Greek language, it was a command or it is a command. The original Greek-speaking readers or hearers would have heard that word or read the word and understood that Jesus is not giving a suggestion. He is giving a command, and the command is an urgent command. Then watch out. The Greek word means, really, the idea is to guard. Proverbs 4.23, Solomon urges us, guard your hearts with all diligence. For from it, guard your heart with all diligence, for from it flow the springs of life. Springs can be polluted or they can be cleaned.
2: And so Jesus, again, verse
1: 35 says, Then watch out continually every day that the light that is in you is not darkness. Can you hear him with his sense of urgency, even with pleading? Why? Because he is the God of redemption. He wants the best for us.
2: Verse 36, if therefore
1: your whole body is full of light with no dark part in it, it will be wholly illumined as when the lamp illumines you with its rays.
2: Now, I have sinned
1: often enough to be able to confess just with anybody else that when I allow sin in my heart, I am in hearty agreement, full agreement with Jesus that I can, it, I understand the effects, the, the poisonous effects that come forth because I have allowed darkness in my eye, so to speak, and then it travels down into my heart and it corrupts me, or it pollutes me.
2: And I can't stand that.
1: Because that is not who God has created me to be. God created me in holiness and truth. So to step outside of holiness always brings
2: misery. Always. Now it may you may notice the misery immediately, you may not notice the misery immediately, but it will come,
1: and so Jesus is saying this all because the hearts of the people were not right before God, they were not right before Jesus God the Son who declared of himself that he is the light of the world. He said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. How we need to listen and heed his words, my friends.
2: See, the problem with
1: the people wasn't enough evidence to convince them. They didn't even need one more sign. The problem was with their, <laughs> with their wicked hearts. <laughs> so it didn't amount, it, no amount of evidence would satisfy them. Despite the Lord's power over death and, and lack and sickness and disease and demons and even over nature itself. I'll tell you, my friends, that the condition of the human heart is so bad, and you see it all day long all over the world. Now, I have always been one to pay attention to what's happening in our world, so I'm always reading the news. <laughs> Many years ago, I used to deliver newspapers to homes and businesses, the kind that are paper and you st- You can smell the print and you fold the newspapers and you throw them on people's porches. That was a long time ago. Today, most of the news is online. But regardless, I'd say most of the time I dread looking at the news because I know I'm going to see something that is just horrific. And scary in it, and it's just day after day, the wicked heart of man is revealed, whether it's from the President of the United States, who I have to say is got to be the most wicked president the United States of America has ever had, or whether it comes
2: down to a janitor Evil
1: is on the rise as we get closer to the return of Jesus Christ to this world to rule it in complete peace, justice, and righteousness. Now, when a man or woman or young person doesn't guard his heart, Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians 4, 4 that he is blinded
2: by Satan. Consider G.
1: Listen to Jesus' words. In John 3, verses 19 through 20, from the NIV translation, he says, This is the verdict, the verdict of men, of men's condition, of the condition of their heart. Light has come into the world, but people love the darkness rather than the light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. That's the reason that we don't see more people come to faith in Jesus, because they love their sin more than they love him. They love the darkness rather than the light. They love error rather than truth. They love their sin more than anything else. They hate God. They hate Jesus Christ. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. Where do you stand, my friend? Where are you today with God? Are you right
2: before God? Do you have a right relationship with him?
1: Have you been born again through faith in Jesus who cleanses you of your sin and gives you a brand new life? The Apostle Paul spoke of self-deception among people in Romans 1, verses 21 through 22 and verse 25. Now I'll read it for you now. For although they knew God, That is, every single human being has an understanding of the nature of God. They neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him, but their thinking became futile, that is, foolish, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served created things rather than the creator who is praised
2: forever. Amen. Now, my friends, there's not
1: anyone, including myself, that is listening to this broadcast that is freed from sin, innocent from sin. What do we do? How do we guard our hearts? How do we guard our hearts? Well, the first thing that we, we've got to do, in. It, I'm going back to the, to the beginning of this message, we must be hungry for the Word of God. Now, I, as I get older, I understand the importance of drinking more and more water every day. I can see that not enough water uh, affects my body negatively. And so it's, it's a discipline to drink water, but I also drink it because I'm thirsty. I eat because I'm hungry. But Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So there's a physical hunger, but there's a spiritual hunger. And we must be hungry for the word of God. Are you hungry for the word of God? Speaking positively,
2: David referred to the word of God as sweeter than honey on his lips.
1: And the other biblical writers spoke of it as. More important than their than their daily food, how many Christians could say that Jeremiah said, Your words were found, and I ate them, and your word became for me a joy and the
2: delight of my heart
1: I have treasured the words of his lips i have I have uh, job said in in job twenty three Verse 12, he says, um, I have not departed from the command of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. And so the way that we can guard our hearts is to get the pure milk and meat of the word in us. But we won't do it unless we're hungry for God and that means we've got to be honest with him and tell him or ask him. Every day I I do this before I go to sleep at night, almost every night, and if I forget I do it in the morning. Help me, Father, to hunger and thirst for you and for your word and to seek you and to search for you with all of my heart. Is that a prayer that he wants to answer? You better believe it is a prayer that he wants to answer. The other way uh, that I am able to guard my heart, is through daily repentance. Daily repentance. Being open to the Holy Spirit. When you sense something's not right between you and God, simply ask him and say, Father, have I sinned against you? The Holy Spirit will reveal what that is, not to smack you over the head, but to set you free to cleanse you, to cleanse me. And so, my friends, I look at repentance not as a thing to be avoided, but as a thing to be embraced. It is a gift that God would be willing to forgive you and me of our sin. And so it's just good to quote 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, every time we sin, and and memorize it and say father thank you first we say father would you please forgive me of my sin and then we say thank you that your word says in first john 1 verse 9 if i confess my sin you are faithful and just to forgive me of my sin and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. My friends, that is the way that I've lived almost since I became, well, really since I became a Christian back in 1981. And so I value the gift of repentance. I value the word to keep my heart right before God
2: and before you.
1: So now I commend you to the word of the Lord and his grace. To be doers of the word and not hearers who delude themselves. And you will find that as you do, you will thrive in your walk with the Lord. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen and amen.
0: Thank you, Pastor Brad, for this outstanding message and time of ministry. Friends, Pastor Brad and his wife Maureen need a prayer team. Would you kindly consider praying for them on a daily basis? Thank you for your partnership. If you've been blessed by this ministry, please tell others about it. If you would like to partner with him financially, please go to his website at bradabley.com. You can also check out his two devotionals and his commentaries on amazon.com. Until next time... We pray that our Lord stir you daily to have a greater heart after Him in every way.